This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and your accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use and um, is great. You know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socratic Gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out. Build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast. Right, Vish? Yep start a start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode is there anything you want to cover in particular uh i have some pretty interesting health things that i was like oh didn't you? Um, no i'm just waiting on playstation showcase but that's like, mm, that's okay June, though but... uh, or, okay, or okay, like okay likely to be i already started recording but likely to be in june i just don't know they haven't when. announced anything yet yeah uh that's lame because they got it yeah you, you got have, me into they have quite a few their lineup is pretty good so we're waiting on the new spider-man the new Wolverine, oh nice okay the new okay bunch of other stuff that they're doing so okay that's the dope new konami so there's a lot konami look for konami to. um or not Konami. What's um, Konami? Not Konami, sorry. Um, Kojima. Oh, he's going to do something? Yeah, I think he's working on a project. So maybe there's a tease. Oh, okay, that's dope. I don't know. There's okay. Ooh, interesting. For PlayStation that... I, I, I'm seeing a lot of, like, clashes in the sense, like, there's nothing going for Xbox right now. That's a big problem. All right. Okay. Okay. So, like, I feel like Xbox has just been totally, like, pushed aside. Like, we were looking at the other, what was, like, the the square thing? The thing that they were coming out with? And we're like, oh, it looks like trash. Well, Do you remember that? Like, um, Yeah, they have two, right? Series X, Series S. Is that what you're talking about? For Xbox? Yeah, it looks like a box. And Yeah, and, and then we were, box? like, looking at the graphics. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, and it didn't even look that good. Yeah, that's because they wanted to get, have something in between. You know, to pay five hundred or pay, I don't know, four hundred. Let's say. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it was like a digital one or something. Ones with the CD, yeah. ones with like digital. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, all right. Since we've already started recording, we're talking about video games. Um, I want to talk about how you got me into the Switch. After a little conversation, I don't know if we recorded that after the conversation or was it like after? Uh, no, no, we didn't. I think we were. I think we talked about it a bit, but yeah, we were okay. Okay, in that part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got me into the switch because, like, I was like, I can't just sit here in front of my computer all. Well, I'm already sitting in front of my computer all day, but then to add more time just playing video games, I'm like, oh, it's so difficult. And then I was like, like, what is the switch up to? And then you're like, oh yeah, they're like so innovative, blah blah. And because I'm going to the Philippines, I was like, what am I going to play on the plane? Like, what am I going to do? You know, I could burn through a book, like a few books, but then you got to carry that everywhere. And it's like, ah, yeah. oh, I don't want to bring a book, like, on the trip. Because like, for for that long, you need, like, like how many books a number gonna, of books. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. <laughs> so 
So it's like, if it's just one, you know, four hour flight, it's like, okay, that's like one book. I'm good. But this is like 13 plus, like some almost 19 maybe with layovers. So I'm going to need something. Mm-hmm. So then I was like looking at the Switch and then all the ads came out for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it just so I don't released. know if it's a... Yeah, yeah. So I bought that right away on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I used your Prime and like got the, the, uh, the game because it was like sold out everywhere oh really oh. when well, i was yeah i, I yeah, saw like yeah, a yeah. video i've seen so many like now tiktoks on on the new game and then mm. uh, like there's also i think a well in toronto there was a lineup to get it at midnight yeah okay so um with that when i told i was like calling my sister and she's like she's searching up places like walmart was sold out um best buy was sold out mm-hmm. so i was like why don't i just check amazon was, amazon had it i was like oh okay why do i have a wait in line <laughs> yeah. same day delivery but I didn't play it yet. That's the thing. So, so I wanted to say, like, okay, after a conversation, you were like, about the Switch, you were like, don't buy it yet because it seems like they're going to release something, right? But I'm desperate for something to play on the plane ride. That's so cool. yeah. Amazon, uh, not Amazon Marketplace, um, Facebook Marketplace. So I didn't want to pay, pay full price. So it was mm. 450 in store plus tax. For the OLED, like the latest model, guess how much I bought it for on Amazon? Oh no, um, Facebook Marketplace. Mm, like two fifty. Let's say half that. Oh, it's pretty good. Two hundred bucks. <laughs> okay, that's not. Bad. I was like, yeah. that's pretty good. That's not bad, right? Yeah, two hundred bucks. Yeah. And then I just bought the game too. So I was like, all right, I spent three hundred bucks. We're good. Like that'll last me a while. But then I saw speedrunners were beating the game in an hour and a half, and I was like, damn, did I just like oh, really? buy something that I can beat? Really? Good? Yeah, yeah. I think I said. But then I was reading. Like just like the world is massive, like someone was no, playing oh, it. No, I didn't see that. And then uh, like on TikTok, massive world. Like the world. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm like she was just zooming yeah. out on the map, and it's like huge or something. I, I don't know anything about the game okay. really too much. I just seeing people saying like they want to play the game, master like playing piece, the right? game, ten out of ten. Yeah, or making like because you can. I think you can build things, I guess, or something like that. Is there. no. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. some. Yeah, so I don't know anything about the game really. Because I'm not really into Zelda, but yeah. <laughs> there's a huge people. Yeah, yeah. It. it's like Nintendo. Like, who would have thought Nintendo? <laughs> but it got like the ten out of ten masterpiece oh, yeah, like, yeah, ratings. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah, okay, I think like I think, how good is this game? Right, a lot, a lot of the Zeldas had. I, I've never played Zelda, so that's a, I've no. Oh, I've, really? Yeah, ever? Never, ever? Yeah. Oh, so that's it's... that's why I don't really have any. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. One of my first like open world games was Zelda, and I was just like blown away, but. I didn't want to stick to Nintendo. It's like, yeah, PlayStation's way better, right? Like, who who buys Nintendo? Remember, it was like it's N64. That's where I first played Zelda, and I was like, this game's amazing, but I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, I don't want to support Nintendo because right, right, like, it right, seems right. like for kids, right? But um, this, the fact that this got like a ten out of ten, I was like, oh, I gotta play it. But I think it's supposed to be a remake, right? It's like yeah, it's uh, a Breath remake. Of the I, Wild. I think I heard it's the map is the same as Breath of the Wild, or maybe bigger from yeah. Okay, or like a reboot or something like that. Uh, it's supposed like maybe when, I don't in know the video much. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It, the the video I saw, they're like people were thinking, oh, it's just going to be a weird, a slight upgrade from Breath of the Wild, but it's a whole new game essentially. And I was like, so, okay. but it's a total different so like, title. Maybe, though, maybe right? the story. No, but I think it's like they just titled it different to like differentiate the two instead of being like Breath of the Wild. HD, you know what I mean? Like they just gave it a whole new. I name. guess that would cause less of sales. 
It feels like yeah, it's a new game exactly, right exactly. now. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Breath of the Wild came out with the Switch, or like very early on, and that mm-hmm. was like their main seller. Mm-hmm. So then they like revamped it. But that one got like a 10 out of 10 too. I, I was like waiting to see well, what it, the rating was. It should was, get 10 out of like... 10, right? If it's the same game or a similar game. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. true. Oh, no, 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 because people could have been like, oh, it's just a remake by the original, mm-hmm. you know, if it wasn't that true. that great. But yeah, but I haven't played it yet, though. That's the thing. I'm like waiting for the um, the plane ride to right. like kick in. Okay, Because yeah. like if I play it now, I'm like, oh, I just like beat the game. What's the point, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's, I think you could speed run it in an hour and a half. But there was a guy that I was like an IGN person. He had spent 80 hours in the game and he only finished 50% because he wants to do 100% of the game. Right. Like, there's like side quests and stuff. I think if you play the, the main storyline, you can run through it in an hour and a half. Yeah, it's, I think it's like a lot yeah. of the same. I, I guess he's talking about like a story. If you run through the story, it'll be done in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that like, makes sense yeah, in general. Like, even with God of War, it's like you could do the story very quickly, but mm. I was spending more time There's on like it side and doing other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I'm stoked for it. I'm really excited to see what it looks like going from like the handheld to the TV. That seems so innovative to me. They could just like plug it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the Pokemon game too, but I don't really know. Like my cousin was talking about it, like how you can customize your character now. Like you can create your own character and then you're like a Pokemon trainer and you see the Pokemon like running through the world. It's not like you know, like the old yeah, game, yeah. you're like walking in the grass and then and you're like random up. battle. Yeah. Yeah, th- this one you see them in the distance and you like run up and you can like attack them and mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't know, it's Pokemon though. It's like ah Well it depends, like, yeah. I mean you know? if 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 Zelda uses up a lot of your time, they don't really need that right now, I'd say. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah. You know Zelda's not even the main character's name? Yeah, I think Zelda, she's... Like, yeah, Link, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Link, yeah, yeah. When I, when I first played it in N64, I was like, wait, they're calling him Link. I thought it was Zelda. But Zelda's, <laughs> Zelda's like the, 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 the princess, princess or, something. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. Um, okay, cool, yeah. Stoked for that. Uh, one thing I did, anything else about Zelda before I jump into like some crazy health stuff, which I thought was so fascinating. No, I think that's all I know so far. What's going on with that? Okay, yeah. cool. Hopefully it's good. The graphics are kind of iffy for me. I was like, hmm, I don't well, know. I, if this I wonder is, if it's like as a handheld, it probably is like the distance. Translates well. Some, yeah. The size of the screen yeah. maybe maybe fine. Yeah. Or maybe I'll like tell myself it's like polygons because, you know, it's not going to be like realistic, like God of War. It's like yeah, they're not going school, for that. Though, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, so remember how? Okay, actually, no, I'll talk about allergies first because this was interesting. So my whole life growing up, I thought I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I thought I broke it as a kid. Okay. Okay. So I like I should breathe out of my mouth, and I noticed that like there are some times when I can breathe through my nose, but then I can't. So I'm like, what's going on here? Turns out I've had allergies my whole life and I just figured out allergy medication. So if you just take allergy medication, it like opens up your sinuses and like I could totally breathe normally. Like right now it's like worse than usual. I took it earlier. I just needed to kick in. But it's weird. It's like in these environments, you don't know what's affecting you. You know what I mean? Like you think it's like a a body thing and you're like, oh, I'm just like defective in this way, but you never know what one thing is affecting all other things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
All right, so that that premise, that whole idea, leads me into the blood pressure thing. So remember when I got my shot and I was like, they're like, oh, your blood pressure is like 140 over like whatever. And they're like, oh, it's so high. I was like, no, I'm just scared. And then uh, we tested it later and then it was still 140. And then Tara was like, oh, it's because like, you know, if you go through a traumatic event, maybe your body hasn't normalized, so we'll check it a week later. So a week later from that, we checked it. Actually, it was like after coming back from Alberta and it was still, it was actually way worse. It was like 148. And I was like, oh crap, maybe I just have high blood pressure. So then I was like, but I'm very athletic. So how does this work? You know, how does blood pressure work? Turns out, you know, those expressos, remember I was like, I just need like one or two a day. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Remember I was like, oh, I just need like one cup. I'm good. Two cups, maybe like expressos. Mm -hmm. I get why, you know, um, Europeans drink espressos. Turns out I was drinking per cup about 10 espressos per cup. Oh. Yeah. So, but I knew it though. That's the crazy oh. part. So, like, <laughs> okay. I, no, 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 but I, I didn't want to admit it. So, I went to <laughs> Starbucks one time and I was like, oh, can I get an espresso? And they gave me the tiniest thing. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, the one I have in my home is like so huge. Oh, right. Okay, okay. And then I was like, I wonder if I'm drinking too much espresso. So then, <laughs> With the blood pressure, I'm like, okay, because like Tara's like, oh, maybe your like diet's really bad or like whatever. We need to figure this out. Maybe something's wrong with you. And then I was like, I think it's the the espresso. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I saw the amount that was there when I bought one, and then the amount in the cup. It looks like proportionately like ten espressos per cup. Mm -hmm. So I cut that out. So it went from 148. We checked it the next day. It went down to 140. Checked it the second day. This is like three days ago. I didn't check today though. Um, two days later, after no espressos, I just stuck to like one coffee, one thirty. So it was the espressos. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it went from like an average range is one twenty over eighty. When I checked, it was one forty eight. Mm -hmm. That's like if I went to the hospital for that or they saw that, they would give me blood pressure medication. Right. Because right. like this is too high, mm -hmm. you know. But isn't that weird? It's like one thing could affect your whole system you don't know what one thing you're doing yeah, that's yeah. like you isn't that wild that's you're why, like yeah, this you, tandem effect that's what yeah like when you're figuring out something you have to only remove one thing at a time and then figure it out right is yeah, this yeah. the one if not okay you can re-add it to your diet or something yeah it's, it's like elimination diet or yeah, something yeah yeah it's wild and then what was crazy too is like when i was drinking it i was the caffeine's weirdly addictive not because your like body gets used to it in like an addiction kind of way like oh i'm like getting withdrawal because i i didn't have any withdrawal but it's like you habituate to that amount of caffeine so that one cup start turned into two cups so that's 20 espressos mm. and i started adding monster on top of that because like oh, it's not working anymore oh wow okay isn't that interesting so i was drinking like 20 cups of espresso plus monster that explains why my blood pressure was so high and then cutting it out right like it's it's like getting back to normal yeah, yeah, yeah you know i'm sure in like a week it'll be back to 120 but we figured out what the thing was mm -hmm. you know it it just like makes me think of um because you know like doctors like medical doctors are very um like 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 you're already at the problem we need to fix it you know, like, what, what's the solution? But then, like, naturopathic doctors, like, preventative. You know, so, like, for, for Tara, her mindset wasn't, let's jump to medication. Let's see what we can affect, you know? 
But then it makes you wonder, like, what other things that we're doing that we don't know we're doing that are causing unintended consequences to our health. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if I hadn't even thought about, like, the, uh, the espresso thing, I would have just been like, oh, okay, that's, it's normal. And then just take blood pressure medication. And then, like, if you had just fixed that one thing, you would have fixed that whole series of things. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our bodies are like such a, um, like a weird machine, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like a car, you put the gasoline in and like, if it's the wrong gas, it can like affect the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. That was just tripping me out. <laughs> but anyways, we, we figured it out. But isn't that weird? It's like went from like one cup of that to two cups of that to espresso. And I didn't even, it didn't even feel like, and then I went to coffee and I was like, I feel the exact same, like the exact amount. Because okay. they were like, my sister and Tara were like, are you getting the jitters? Are you like caffeine deprived? I'm like, no, I feel like normal. Mm-hmm. But my brain had told me that, you know, like it's the equivalent or something, you know what I mean? It's like it habituated so quickly. Yeah, that's probably what. Yeah. To that sensation, mm-hmm. you know? Because I like gave that same cup to like my sister and your brother and they're like, how can you drink? It's so strong and like I'm so awake. <laughs> but I didn't put two, to, two and two together. I was like, oh, wait. Like if it happens cups, slowly yeah. though, right? This is the thing. I think it's more like a person that doesn't drink coffee a lot will feel will see that. Yeah, that's true. Right? Versus yeah, yeah, someone yeah. that drinks coffee. But it's like I think I don't think you went from one to two in like the next day. It took some time to oh, go no. to two. Yeah, yeah, it was like gradual. Like months. Yeah. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You won't see the difference when you do that way. Yeah, wild, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. But I mean also at the same time it's like productivity over like how much do we place in health like actually it, de- I want to it depends on, on that yeah it depends I you know what i mean like, it's, it's a personal, life, like yeah, yeah. where do you want? i want to wake up so <laughs> and then i was like considering not that i would do it it's illegal but i was like i wonder what cocaine would feel like <laughs> That's probably, you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. no but right? in that in that if world you, right we know that wall street world they do that that's what i mean if you're like oh this express is not working anymore let me just like get some coke and like, mm-hmm. oh, it's working well. And you need like longer and longer lines. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, you can see how that is the snowball effect over time. Sure. Yeah. Of like getting more and more addicted to like subs or like needing a stronger high, like, like heroin when they say you take the first one and it'll never be the same. So you're always chasing the dragon mm-hmm. and like getting more and more heroin until you like OD. Yeah. 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 yeah trippy. Anyways, um, okay, so have you ever been to Alberta, Rockies? No, I haven't been to Alberta. Okay, this is so trippy. When, when you see, like, the, like the, there's something about the majesty of nature, because we're, like, in the city, right? The only time we'd ever really go into, like, the forest is, like, Twin Rivers in Port Union. Sure. You know, and, and like when we see it, we're like, oh, like the, the trees are so big, right? And like we feel so small. But in the Rockies are so insanely magnificent that you're kind of like, nature doesn't care about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we build such a, like a weird, like, a, I don't know, viewpoint on our lives that were so important. But then when you're face to face with something so majestic, like giant mountains or like oceans, it's like, it's a totally different mindset. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we, we almost forget how 
I don't know, like small we are in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I think it's true. Yeah, most people don't live around those things, right? Or even on islands, yeah. right? Most people don't. Um, we're very yeah, yeah. in very flat land kind of areas. Right, right, right. And like, if you see, um, and even if you're like in Vancouver and there is a mountain, it's like one mountain. But when if you see like the Rockies, it's like, oh no, this is like a sea of mountains. Mm, yeah. Like you feel so small, you know. And what tripped me out is like some people live in the Rockies who I like work with like remotely and I'm very go, go, go like, cause we live in the city. Right. But then visiting it, I'm like, Oh, I get why you guys are slower. Cause you like, you're like, who cares? Bro? <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> why is this guy messaging me on Slack to like get stuff done? I'm like, you know, the Rockies are right there. Like we're so insignificant, mm-hmm. you know, it, like gives you like perspective. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I wonder like, well, they say this about like uh, churches too. They try and build them so grand so that you feel like the presence of God in them. You're like, oh, this oh, yeah. is such yeah, a, yeah. you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And then, and then it makes you wonder. Like, I really want to visit like India, the Himalayas. Yeah, you're saying. No, no. I mean, like talking about the temples or churches. It, yeah, yeah. That's how they do it, right? They're in in their view of God or representation to God. They make some vast or huge buildings. And these things yeah. give the ambiance when you go into them, right? So yeah. there is yeah, something yeah. to it, yeah. Right, right. And you're trying to elicit that exact same um, feeling. Honest. It's called awe. Like, yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's a, uh, what do you call it? It's, I read this article before. I think we talked about it. It's like the science of awe. Mm-hmm. And how they're saying that, like, these awe experiences are, like, actually spiritual experiences that, mm-hmm. like, you feel the presence of God. And yeah. it's, like, very uh, psychedelic, like, life-changing, you know? And I feel like, like, the Rockies was one of those. And then I was talking to... Um, that's because... Uh, that's the thing I was just thinking about. Right. Like, add to that. Like, because we're, we're, like, standing, right? You're looking at it. You can see the horizon and see the mountains. But, like, mm. you can do it at, at where we're at, too. You just have to look up into the night sky. Right, like, but that we don't do that. Facts. That's not natural. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, but but true, but like also at the same time, you can hardly see the sky because of like the light yeah, pollution. True. It just looks true. like black, yeah, right? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. But then, right? But then, if you go into like the forest and you see like the stars, you're like, whoa, this is there's a lot really... more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's probably why they were so connected to spirituality back then, like those um, hunter gatherers and like people in like different countries where there's no real cities, mm-hmm. you know. Like that was that was the thing about like travel. It's like because of COVID, we couldn't really travel. But then leaving again, even though it was just Canada, it was like, oh, people live totally different. Yeah. Than, like just seeing the mountains, I was like, oh, I just need to chill on you guys on <laughs> Slack because like I don't need to like me messaging you. Like I know what you're seeing now, so right. it's like, why do I need to? I think I think Push but, my city view. Right, right. But that's that's yeah. the thing with remote work, right? We're not in an in, in the if you're all in going to the same building, we'll experience, we're all experiencing the same thing. Right? If we're right. living differently, you're you're working from other parts of the world, right? We don't know their experience. Yeah. What they see out yes. the window. Right? right, right, right. Totally, totally. And if you see something so like magnificent like like mm-hmm. the Rockies, it's like it really changes your perspective. Like your location really changes your perspective on the world. We just don't think about it. And, and you're right. It's like but it's I think, an unintended. Uh, I wonder yeah. if also like we do get habituated to it too, though, right? At, at certain point, because we're also we're coming from a city, right? It's gonna. Oh, be, you think that they're used to the rock? The I Rockies. think eventually, like, oh, okay. eventually, your minds do end up trying to 
just normalize things, right? Yeah, okay, you know, I, I see, I, yeah, I get what you mean, but I feel like... I, I think it like, depends um, on, like, how how you're living, too, maybe, that, that adds to it, right? If it's too easy of a living, like, you, access is there, right? Or, like, you have to drive far to get things, then, it, like, that adds to, it's a different experience, right? Yeah. You're talking about cities. Yeah, it's like cities to compare oh. to that, um, like, in... Um, I don't know what they call it, like towns, whatever, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but also, it's the the layout. So the layout is more, um, it's it's like such a tiny town. I was like, I would never want to live there, mm-hmm. like, first off, because there's nothing to do. Well, there, there's a lot to do, but, like, there's no tech, there's no, like, diversity. Yeah. Like, I can't just go to, like, a restaurant or whatever. Like, we went to all the best restaurants there, and it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? There's like five, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean? Like, so, so like, um, I feel like the simplicity too, even though you could habituate to your surroundings, it's also how it was all set up. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have, like the reason why I'm so go, go, go is there's so much bombardment of stimuli in a city. Right. But over there, it's like very few stimuluses, mm-hmm. you know? So I think, that also has to play like it's like subconscious you know what i mean like yeah i think it's yeah i I know what you're saying yeah like you might habituate to it but the surroundings going to still make you program you in a specific way you know they're not thinking about like yeezys down there they're not thinking about like gucci bags you know what i mean i think it's there's two ways right i think if we there are a lot of people that from towns or from those areas that want to go to the city because there's something about right. the city too, yeah. right? But then the people in the city want to go see that stuff or should go see that stuff, I would say. For sure. Right. It's yeah, kind of like, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll just change spots for a couple of days and get the experience. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, but the most fascinating ones are the ones that lived in um, cities because some of them are from Ontario, the people that moved out there and became instructors. Mm. They are from Ontario and then they moved there when they saw it. They're like, okay. oh, there's something calling me to this location there's something like i don't know like more i can see that yeah yeah there. sure yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah you can have that kind of um i mean it could be spiritual like we it's up to that individual right but it's like it mm. gives you like a trauma like not a trauma experience it gives you like that visceral experience is like yeah oh, yeah it's like so shocking yeah it's yeah, a yeah, shock yeah, yeah. yeah it's a shock thing yeah and and even like so we drove from uh when I first drove in, it was such a shock. I was like, what's going Like, mm. it's so massive. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so massive. Mm-hmm. I can't even, like, I can't even, like, I was like, oh, you think that's, like, the size of the CN Tower to Taro as we were driving? And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, you really think that this is, because it's so, it's like four CN Towers on top of one another. It's, like, insanely massive. The mountains, right? So I was getting that shock, but we left to go to Calgary, like a different part of Calgary. And then we were in the city and then even driving back, it's like, you, you always get that, that shock that mm-hmm. you're saying, you know, like, I guess if you live in it, sure. But if you leave just for a bit and you come back, you of like, course, yeah. even if it was like, it was like four hours that we were gone. We came back. It was just like, Oh, right. This thing is so massive. Mm-hmm. And then driving it, like freaked me out. Cause I've been to like a lot of mountainous areas like Peru like I saw Machu Picchu, which is like very high up. 
but like that was one small area mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like it's like like that mountain was okay let's go to that mountain right. but this is like mountains of like as you're driving yeah, yeah, you yeah. drive like it's three long... hours and it's like yeah it's one of the, i don't know if it's one of the longest but it's probably the longest stretch of mountains the rocky mountains because yeah. it goes all the, into the u.s right to california yeah, 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 yeah. it'll get smaller and smaller but it's part of it goes all the way down there yeah it's it's part yeah. of the two tectonic plates right like clashing together. oh really oh yeah, okay. that's how mountains are made right okay so that's that's interesting that you say that so i have a new theory well not a new theory it's like somebody else's theory but they're saying with the um, asteroid impact that it could have created insane waves that created these things that look like mountains. But if you go to a higher viewpoint, it's actually like waves on a beach, like ripples in the sand, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how they think a lot of these mountainous structures got made. And that's like why every religious text has like a giant flood associated with it. And like Atlantis was destroyed by a giant flood, you know? So what if these things were not actually mountains? They're like it's not two tectonic plates. What if it was like an actual wave that crushed everything? Because you could see it's like, right, right. But I think like, the, how is it so I, perfectly? I wonder. But like, how they, could you drive through it? Right, but mountains are uh, like the ones in the Himalayas. They're growing. Okay, okay. So maybe some parts. Maybe it's like a combination of things. I don't, I don't know. Well, like, yeah, I don't know how. Like, so far, like are... so far, the current understanding is tectonic plates, right? For the mountains. Right, so, right, yeah, yeah, totally. So I don't know if the rocks Until are they growing or not. Like, I haven't read that, but yeah. But the Himalayas are growing. Yeah, that's what I like heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. One thing that was like fascinating too is like, who decided to dr- who decided to drive first and then pave the road? Like, what explorers like? Hey, we're gonna go over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you would have. Like, how do you know it's gonna actually reach it? I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that. This is what humans do, right? Like. Why else right. would we conquer yeah, yeah. the rest of the planet? <laughs> we would have just yes. stayed in Africa. Right. As we were driving through, I'm like, who would have thought to go up this mountain and like build a road mm-hmm. here? But you're right. It's it's just a human thing to just keep exploring. Like, let's just add more roads, add more roads. Yeah. It's like, well, what was yeah, really like we going f- to yeah. space is the same thing. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. And then we're going to see like space docking stations. But like, who would have thought to build space docking stations? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they just... Keep who, going. Who, who wants to be the crazy first one to go to the moon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Well, what's really weird, too, is, like, when you're on those mountains, there's no reception and no gas station. So we learned that the hard way. Oh, wow. Okay. We, we, like, had um, we had this, like, route that we were, we were following was, like, in our first, uh, our first day. And uh, we were at half gas. And then we realized, like, as it was getting lower and lower, we're, like, we actually don't know how far this is we couldn't get reception we don't oh, know shit. how many more get- yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. and then when we came back i was telling my my mom about it because she lived there before and she's like yeah they have this rule where if you're at half tank you always fill up <laughs> and i was like okay. we we learned that the hard way because like we luckily found a road when we were about to run out and then we found a gas station we filled up we're like from now on just like if it gets to half we're filling all the way up right you know, but like that was known for them. But like, what do you do if you run out of gas there on I a mountain just, with no, uh, no signal, no, no signal, bro. That's what was mm. freaky. I don't like we could wait I for another know. car. 
like you wait for another car, but then do you siphon gas off the other car? You like, how's that work? Yeah, that's pos- that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, wild. But again, so like all those things adding up to it, it's like we are so like nature is so much more vast than what we have built up in cities. Like I really thought like, oh, cities are, you know. Well, that's why we come to cities because it's in in that kind of scenario, right? It's much more, it's a safer space in that sense, I would say. Safer. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. You you know what they started doing actually in, um, on the roads for like most of it is they put fences like right on the highway. So it almost felt like you were in a zoo. Mm-hmm. You know, because like you could see the animals coming up to the fence, but they couldn't like run on the highway. Right. Okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, what's crazy too is um, if you drive at night, there's no lights, so you're like, mm-hmm. we could just die. Like there's no, like there's no, um, you know, lights. like when you're on a highway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're like, how do no, we get do that here? Too. I night? mean, there there are part portions here too, right? If you go on. Like, I live near Reza Road. That would be my way to go to my parents. There's no lights on that road. Yeah. All right, totally, totally, totally. But it's flat. So it's like, okay, if I fall off, I'm like, whatever. But this amount, I was like, even mm-hmm. on the daytime, I was like freaking out. Because I'm like, oh, if we move too quickly in this direction, we're driving off the cliff. Yeah. Actually, what's freaky, too, is you see uh, the barricades are broken on some parts. You're like, oh, somebody... Well, Somebody already yeah. like smashed this, but that made you feel good because you're like, okay, the barricade can hold the car. Then it's not like it's just gonna break through and then you're gonna go flying. Well, yeah, they're, that's what they're designed for. But it depends like, on the speed that you're going. <laughs> I think I know, crazy. <laughs> See, like, and so when when I was going through uh, like Machu Picchu, Peru's the craziest because there's no guardrail and it's just a drop and the the taxi drivers that we'd always get, they would gun it because they're so used to it. So like, whatever. Mm. But for me, I was freaking out, right? My body was in like a crazy fight or flight state. And then going to the Rockies, it's like the exact same sensation. But imagine always having that like reverence for like fear of like, yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah, could yeah, die, yeah. Right, you know, right. and your body's but always not, in like a panic mode. Right, right. But it's not like even those areas, you're probably maybe, I don't know, was it fenced out everywhere? So not even like deer could get onto the, to the road? No, 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 no. That was just near the city, and then it stopped. Oh, okay. Like, so there's probably like deer like, can't get on the road. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like that could also happen like, uh, too, especially in the dark. Yeah. Nights. In the dark, yeah. That's why we were like no driving at night because mm. this could end really badly. But the the bear, I don't know if you saw the. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah. The bear I sent. Right. So that bear was just on the side of the road, just chilling. He's like walking, walking mm. through. Yeah. So it's like. Like what? What is this zoo? It almost felt like a zoo, <laughs> like a, like a you know African lion safari. Yeah, 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 you see them like coming up to your car and stuff. It was almost like that. But then you're like, how many monsters live in this thing? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like monsters, yeah, like yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. not like a, not like a joke. Like these things could literally kill me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you only saw bla- as black bear, right? It was a black bear. Yeah, black bear, not a grizzly. So we Googled how many bears, because we were like, oh, I wonder if we're going to see a bear. Guess how many bears are in uh, that area or the Rockies that we were in? What, like 500? I don't know. That's, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, maybe 1,000, 2,000, something like that. 150 bears. Oh. So how do we see that one bear? Like, <laughs> what? I was like, these stats are wrong, bro. There's no way. We just saw two bears. Well, these are like probably, 
how, how, you, you're not going to go and count, right? So you're just going right. on cert, right. certain statistics, but uh, it won't be 100% accurate, I'm sure. Um, but I think it depends on why they're on the road and stuff, right? Just easier to walk through. There's nothing. Yeah, to, true. Maybe yeah, yeah. There's things like, like there's no trees. No tre yeah, yeah. It's easier to see what's ahead of you. Oh, so they're like attracted to the road. You know, I, 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 yeah, there could be that too because if if they figure that out, right? It, it's all about safety. They, they, they mm. also work in that world too, right? True, true, true. Yeah, true. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. They're like, oh, this seems like I can get a clear view of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, true. What's weird is like when they, so the first black bear that we saw, it like ran away. It was scared. But then the second one that we saw, it's like it had seen cars before. Yeah, it, it depends on the, yeah, like, it depends on if someone fed it or someone did something. Right? Oh, true, right. true, true, true. So it's based on their own experiences. So, so most people, most of the bears probably would run away because that's generally right. the outcome. Right, 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 right. But if but I was thinking too, like how fast do you think it could run at you? Like really fast? I don't like, know. I th yeah, I don't, there's probably information on the internet for that. I don't know there because I got out and I was like, though. yeah, yeah, for sure. But but like how fast? Like is it like? Because <laughs> because I was I was like getting closer to it, and then Tara's like, get back in the car, and I was like, <laughs> how fast can this thing run though? Like there's no way. But maybe it was super, like that could have been. Well, it depends. That could have been yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. For close enough to the car, you probably like the short burst yeah. versus long distance. That's that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Like I'm sure I can make it into the car before this bear like charged. But at most me. most most outcomes is not about like attacking. They only attack if they are felt cornered. Right. Right. Yeah. Ex exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't like like running at it with a weapon yeah. or anything. Yeah. I was just trying to like get a shot. Yeah, that's wild. The um, the other thing was like the mountain goats. Actually, the the thing that I was really looking for and I was like kind of afraid of uh, was mountain lions. Okay, so you heard of mountain lions? You know what's weird? The two names we give things. So mountain lion is a cougar. Mm -hmm. But I I know what a cougar is. Like no, they're it's just interchangeable names. So like I've heard of a cougar. But I didn't know they were also called mountain lions. So, like, because Joe Rogan talks about mountain lions, he's like, oh, they're all over, like, the Rockies and stuff. So I was like, let's Google, like, mountain lions. Because I want to see, like, I, th I was thinking it would look like a lion, you know, uh, just, oh. like, on the rock. Like, with a mane or something, you know, no. something different. <laughs> but it's just, it's just a cougar. And you're like, okay, why didn't you just call it a cougar, you know? Well, it's specific like, to they... the area, right? There's different, different kinds of cougars, I guess you can say. Okay, all right. So with that... um, we were at a restaurant yesterday and it was a fancy restaurant and it was like um a cornet like a no ontario hen i was like oh let me get the hen because it sounds so cool like what's a hen and she was like that's chicken yeah i was like i didn't know that i was like oh what? i thought it was like some sort of like <laughs> well what's a rooster? like offshoot of a hen <laughs> i don't know it's like, a male male version is a male chicken yeah oh really yeah, so it's like pork, pig, uh, cow, beef. You know, it's yeah, like what? What are you going to use? We have yeah, like the edible versions names of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and if you want to sound like really uh, fancy, you call it a hen instead of chicken. Because <laughs> if it said chicken, I'd be like, ah, oh, pass on the chicken. But when I saw hen, I was like, well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, same thing. Yeah. But anyways, 
the um i i think that i think that you should definitely check it out if you are interested in like seeing that part of canada but you definitely need a car like for the rockies Mm -hmm. because like i i know like some people like they'll like you know shuttle to different places but i feel like if you're in like one place it's like how do you see other things without a car you know like no i think in certain areas you just you need a car they're not designed for transit or anything like that i i think you could probably get a bus to like canmore and stuff but yeah you definitely like cars are so versatile yeah yeah in those areas i'm sure it's like 90 percent, right like car or, or like 100 percent almost yeah 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 vehicle. yeah personal vehicle yeah have you have you heard of turo yes turo that oh okay cool that's a new thing we tried it it's like the uh if it was saying you don't know what it is it's the uh airbnb of cars mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just like rent someone else's car yeah it's pretty good like surprisingly yeah it's like simple you just like it's literally like an airbnb you just show up at the place pick up the keys and like drop it off when you're done with like the same amount of gas it's so interesting like these technological innovations are totally putting other things out of business you know what i mean like rent a car now you have turo yeah you know taxi now you have uber and lyft mm-hmm. you know like uh was it um hotel rooms they have airbnbs yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's all like thanks to the internet that we're like restructuring things and like making them. I don't know. It's like you you gain one thing, but you kind of kill another thing in doing that. Yeah, you know? it's 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 the new gig economy, right? That's part of that. Oh yeah, gig economy. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's what. The, yeah. yeah. Depends yeah. on uh, how convenient some things are. I think that that's where it would, I feel it comes down to. Price points, I feel like mm. uh, Airbnbs can be much more cheaper, but like then the convenience of how to mm. get to it and all that stuff too, right? So, yeah, fair, fair, fair. I feel like the Lyft and Uber, though, in terms of convenience, is so much better than like a taxi because you have the app and then like you could put the pin of where exactly you are, having them like show up. Yeah, and then you, you know, know the route how to get there, like too. Like, you yeah. Can see the route. Whereas before, yeah, like taxis, like they can overcharge you if you're. You're gonna like um if it's it's safe and stuff like that. If it's you more don't know. safe and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh which which one? The uh taxi. I, I feel or like the... the Uber is more safe. In that sense that you know where, where it's mm. going, right? And then you can And they get like star ratings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you ever try a Turo? Turo app? Uh would I try? I it depends on the convenient level of it, right? If I'm mm. gonna get like I'm sure there's none at at, at an airport. Right, an airport generally. The churros? Yeah. Oh, no, you can have them drop it off to you as well. That's an extra fee, though. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like there depends on the convenient level, right? Because you can. Yeah, true. Already, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's enterprises. Like, these are already set in places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, inside the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I feel like enterprise too is like they're. I don't know. It's like it feels like a not just convenience, but also like a competition for pricing. Because you're like enterprise can get pretty expensive quickly. Because like one hundred fifty dollars a day for your car or whatever. It depends. Or yeah. yeah okay. More. It depends. Yeah. 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 The um. Yeah. I don't know. Just 
I feel now that as we're breaking back into travel, there's like there's some new innovations that are making things more um not not convenient but like easier you know because mm-hmm. like even in um egypt right before the pandemic there was uber and lyft there too i'm excited to go to the philippines because i'm like can i rent a turo car in like the philippines or like or even data you know that got better over time using your um your own cellular data for like an international plan mm-hmm you know, because before it was like so expensive, but now it's like use your own plan for twelve dollars a day. Yeah. Whereas before, it's like you had to pay them. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I did when I was in Monaco. So you just use your data, right? Yeah, yeah. You like turn on your phone. Yeah, it was very easy. Yeah, and then you don't even need maps. Like I was thinking as we were driving, if I didn't have my LTE data on, it's like how would I know where I'm going? <laughs> like the GPS, like you know, like yeah, we're yeah. so. It's like, oh, just turn like two lefts down and then turn on this street. It's like, oh, what would you say? Whereas now it's just, you just follow the GPS. So I'm wondering, it like, depends, what about third world uh, countries? It depends on how well developed the GPS is in a certain area, I feel like. That, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like when I go to the Philippines, I'm like, will this still hold up? Will yeah. my LTE still be fast? Even, even in Monaco, it wasn't perfect because it's such a mountainous area. Where oh, things okay, are okay, on okay. top of each other, it's like hard to tell which is which. Oh, like the signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, kind of becomes an issue. Interesting. Yeah, see, this is the benefit of um, living in a city because you know at least the. Um, it was designed in, in a very like, simple way, right? <laughs> very squared off. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you also know like that the, the signal won't get interfered. Like true. in the right, mountain right, right, area, right. you're like. Yeah, but one thing that was interesting is um, the in in Canmore, or no, in the airport, they were having signs for Starlink. Tara's like, "Oh, do you yeah. know what the Starlink thing is?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's like uh, high speed internet through satellites and stuff." So that that's pretty interesting. That now, like we were thinking, like those uh, what are those lines that they put on in the suburbs? Cable lines? You're talking about that? Yeah. No, no, yeah, but well, what's the new one that they fiber optics? Oh, fiber optics, yeah, right. And they had to build, they had to like dig up. Remember when they were doing it in our parents' area, and mm-hmm. they had to like dig up the ground and like put all the wiring in. But I was thinking, like, how do you do this in the mountains as well? Like, how do these, you know, because um, there are hotels in the middle of the mountain. How do you get good internet? Right, with Starlink, yeah. you know. Yeah, which is Elon Musk. Speaking of SpaceX, yeah, 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 he's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't know that. Right, speak- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing so much. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Elon Musk, we were talking about the new CEO uh, of yes. Twitter. You, you know not really anything about her, right? I don't know anything about her. Really nothing. I saw something. I saw something on one of my feeds. But I was like, I don't know if I could trust this. Apparently, she worked for like the World Bank or something like that before. Do you see that? No, I didn't see that. I don't know. Okay, so, yeah. So they're trying to, like, suggest that, like, this is another government takeover of, you know, like, by her being put in place now, like, the one world government is slowly moving in on everything because she's part of the World Bank before. So, you know, like, all these conspiracies, but I I didn't know if I should trust that one when I saw it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I was, like, turning to you, like, hopefully you knew something about it. But you said that she's not... 
Well, at least so far. <laughs> but, but you said she's not uh, the... Uh, she's like focusing on the business end or something? Yeah, she's just on the business end. Yeah, okay. whereas he's That's just what he doing... Um... That's what he tweeted, yeah. Elon tweeted. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how that develops. You know how I thought that Twitter... All right, this is some insider information, but you know how I thought that Twitter was kind of like dying? Mm-hmm. Like, who uses Twitter, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like actually, who uses Twitter? I like, use Twitter. I don't know. Just for no, no, you do, you do, but but for like as as a business perspective, like who uses Twitter? Mm-hmm. Like, where can you market to for using Twitter? I don't know, but I do know the answer now. But I'm asking you, like, like who markets on Twitter, or like a yeah, yeah, yeah. like like who's who's highly active on Twitter? Is it like? Well, it's like in, what would you think? Who's highly active? I don't know. Those yeah, individuals, yeah. right? Like people. Okay. Okay. But do you know any industries that are like super active on Twitter? Like you know, like artists are very active on. Like if you're a tattoo artist, you're like, let me get on Instagram because I can um, show my work. They were. They're not like, oh, I'm just gonna get on Twitter. Like who's? No, I don't know. Like what industry? Yeah, right. I, I thought it was a dying platform too. Apparently it's schools. So like all oh. schools use Twitter and they like, cause you know, with Tara's like school thing. So they told her when she was like, Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, no, yeah, schools, that makes sense. Yeah. You would never thought though. Right. Like what? Well, actually, yeah. Like even, well, uh, oh, it made sense. Like, yeah, I, I just remembered something too, where it's not just schools, but like there were certain companies that are like my dad was, I think he was, like for customer support from I think Qatar Airways, but they didn't have any customer support. They had it on Twitter though. No, he just really? DM'd them. He DM'd them on Twitter and they answered. Wow, that's fascinating. So there are things that are using Twitter, but we just not like commonly known or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like like and like, it, and like yeah. also like if I if ever I'm checking for like there's an outage on internet or something or some issue, right? I go yeah. to Twitter. Oh, interesting. All the information That's I do find. Because it's like, oh, oh, like when Crave wasn't working, like when I think Last of Us was out one time. And then yeah, it's like a Twitter was, because uh, I think Crave's on Twitter too, and they, they put out the message, but like people were also messaging, adding, quit, adding Crave, right? At, like okay. writing to okay, at Crave. So I know that it's not just me that's having an issue. Okay, okay, okay. So, so. Twitter's more of like an information, like a mm-hmm. professional information. I think it's information. Resource. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, I'd use it generally for that. If there's ever an issue, I check there. If there's other people having it, then I know there's an issue. Right. Okay. Okay. So like, or I, the only time I can think of doing it is like TTC lines are down. You like check yeah, uh, they, they Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But like thinking about how, how like Tara for her, her business, like they're blowing up, like one school will tweet. I was like, there's no way people are actually using this as a networking platform, right? But like one school will tweet them um, like doing a workshop and then another school will like comment and be like, oh, how were they? And then like, mm. like they were great. And then they'll sign up like Tara's company right. for other things, right? But you're like, like, so is it, an, so is it like a professional industry platform? You know what I'm saying? And if that's the case, then what is this like hate speech that everyone's talking about on Twitter? <laughs> like, who's putting out the hate speech then? If it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of, they kind of like, um, put 
Elon Musk in like a bad spot. It's like, oh, you took away like the uh, arbiters of, of like hate speech, you know. Mm-hmm. But if only like schools are using it, TTC is using it. Like who's really Most people, this there thing? isn't like, you know what I mean, like you can say there's an increase in hate speech, but like, uh, I don't know what is, uh, he used the word like, like hate speech. So that doesn't really mean anything. First of all, but, but I would never expect like, um, TTC to put out hate speech or like, no, they're not. Like yeah. maybe, or maybe like randoms are putting it out, but like, who cares about that random? Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like, yeah, it, it, like most of the individual organizations are not doing that. They're not doing well, individual people are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to figure because well, I was just yeah. trying to figure out like, yeah, from like a marketing perspective, I'm like, what would the utility be of Twitter? I've never understood it until I heard like her success on Twitter. It's like, oh, so it's like organizations, mm-hmm. but then that doesn't add up because then where's all this hate coming from that is allegedly increasing? Well, if you can only, have like, an increase in like uh, it's just. I think it's just like. You're adding on a ten people that are adding more hate or phrases of hate, but or, or it's like, what's the percentage of hate? Like, it's like two extra people. Oh, we can technically say it's increased, but it's, like, they they all follow whatever the the guidelines are in like true free speech in that world, right? So it's like you can't instigate violence or things like that, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michio Kaku was talking about that. He's like, uh, we're all. Like, free speech is great, but you can't yell fire in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that would cause, like, some harm. Panic, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's always, like, some limitation to that. Um, speaking of free speech, kind of. Um, what time are we at before I get into this one? Just so I know. Uh, 52 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, sped by. Um, okay, so... Remember how I've been like pitching the vow to you guys, mm-hmm. right? So we finished the vow. It's it's about Nexium. Have you have you heard of Nexium? I didn't know it was called Nexium until I got like more into it. I don't. Um, uh, I could probably in in the articles I read about that. So. Okay. Okay. So, but but I think we were a little too young to know about it because mm-hmm. I said. Um, we're talking tears down and we're like, oh yeah, Nexium. And he's like, oh yeah, I know that. It's like a really famous cult. And we're like, oh, I didn't yeah. know. But I guess it was like we yeah, were too yeah, yeah. we weren't old enough to but, really right, understand. Right, right. right. But um they it's the Allison Mack girl who's like basically the number two. No, it's like the number three of like running the whole like sex ring and stuff. Like they brand themselves. Uh did I tell you this already? Like they brand yeah, yeah, themselves yeah. with yeah, these initials and stuff. Okay, so we watched, we finished that one. And so there's a lot of celebrities associated with Nexium because what they did was they got celebrities and the celebrity endorsement made people not think about what is going on. Like if the celebrities, if, if like Russell Crowe, cause they showed Russell Crowe, if Russell Crowe's there, I'm sure Russell Crowe did his due diligence. So I don't need to do that. I could just trust that Nexium's a right, good thing. Right. Right. right? That's that's like what they used, and um, when you finish the doc, you see how like crazy the like the sex trafficking and like all the crazy scandal is on his side. But then we started another one, uh, created by another person that left Nexium, and this one 
is more about it shows more of the lessons of what Nexium was. Because I was like, okay, well, if they're like teaching good things in Nexium, like that's how you wrote people in, right? You give them a little bit of like good truth, and then you like when they get higher and higher, they get too devoted, and then you can like right uh, abuse them, right? So in this one, they they have like so to his his like stupidness, he recorded everything. So every talk he ever did is recorded. Every lecture he ever did in front of like other people is recorded. Every phone call was recorded. Every he'd go on walks like Steve Jobs. And ev- all of those are recorded. Okay. So he wanted to record everything. And it made me think, like, are you a serial... Like, you know serial killers want to get caught? Mm-hmm. You know, like, they like they leave evidence. Have you heard that before? All serial killers, they give you, like, a little bit of evidence so you they can get caught because they love the thrill of potentially getting caught. Okay, sure. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's like a psychological thing that... I think it was, like, in Dahmer, too. Like, just all serial killers, they kind of do that. They kind of, like, let you know. It's like their calling card because they like to also mm-hmm. feel like, hey, this is me. So it's almost like in recording every single thing, you almost wanted to get like caught. So when they put him on trial, they just brought all the tapes out and they're like, tell us we're wrong. He literally had a, a like at the end of the vow, um, him and Allison Mack were on a walk at 630 in the morning and they were talking about how to brand these girls. They're like, oh, he's like, I think you should tie them down and um, like bond, bind their hands and feet and then like a little pig, they'll be naked and you just start burning them. Like literally like that. And then so, Allison's yeah. like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like <laughs> Allison's like, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, we should make it ritualistic. You should probably say something. Like, what would you say? And then she's like, well, I feel it's really good if you whisper something into my ear and then I would repeat that thing out loud. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He's like, you should also get them to asked to be branded so like before they get branded you should say please brand me it would be an honor to have this brand on my body and she's like yeah yeah, that's a good idea i'm like bro they put this in court like what are you doing (laughs) this is if you got in trouble they should put this out there you're like you're screwed Yeah, yeah, yeah like how do you how do you defend against that okay so that's not that's like that part is crazy but we knew that was crazy okay so what were all of the celebrities listening to. That's what I was like. Maybe he's saying something truthful. So this new doc that we're watching has like lectures, like videos of his lectures. Okay, check this out. He's talking about how it's not wrong to rape a baby. What? <laughs> okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, you guys all heard this? And you were, nobody was like, wait, this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, does anybody think it's wrong to rape a baby? What if I made the baby really rapeable? No, no, these are his words, bro. Right, 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 like right, I'm right. not even paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" And then you have celebrities listening to this thing, and nobody was like, "I seems a little weird." Mm-hmm. I like I don't get it. Like, what would be going through your mind? Like, do, like I'm wondering, should you be culpable for that? Because that's pretty obvious, you know, like. Right. Okay. Yeah, Should yeah, yeah. you be held accountable for something that's so obviously? Because all of them were like, "We were brainwashed. We were brainwashed." I'm like, "Dude, he's saying some weird things." Mm-hmm. You know? What? Like, what do you think? Uh, like, do you think they should be culpable? Do you think that like the brainwashing? Like, you think they're actually brainwashed? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'd have to. I would have to watch it myself to see what, what he's like. like what the full thing is he's trying to talk about. 
Yeah, I, I guess. But like, even if we were like, like, I get where he's going with it. Like, we've had these talks about like good and evil. Like, what is really good and evil? You know, like he brought up the same thing we talked about, where um, mm-hmm. a lot of philosophers in Greece had like boys. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 yeah, yeah. Um, young boys, and they were like sleeping with them, like the sex slaves. But he's like, yeah, that's not wrong back then. So why is it wrong now? I get that point, but like. If, if we're in a modern society and people are talking about, like, raping, rapeable babies, like, that would even give me pause to mm-hmm. be like, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if it's like, wouldn't that be that, alarming? Of course, yeah, in that context, yes. Yeah. And then what, what was crazy is they were showing that as he was saying those things, he was actually raping, like, 12-year-old kids. Oh, Okay. So he was saying it in order to like justify for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in case anybody found out, they're like, "Well, you said, you know." Mm. It's it's wild. The hustle is too real. So like, he has this thing where he would also kiss you on the lips, like everyone, like a woman or a man, like just like it just like is a hello. It's like hello, right? Kiss you on the lips, right? Goodbye, kiss you on the lips, right? And he tried to like normalize it. And this person, the new documentary we're watching. She was like really in the doc in the um, cult, and then she was saying that when she first saw, it, she's like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." So she asked somebody like, "Like, why are we all kissing on lips?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, he's like he's like a monkey celibate." So like, this may look weird, but there's no sexual intention around it. So it's like warning bells, you know? Like I don't know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. kind of weird. Like there's so many things that led up to this. When I watched the first doc, they never showed any of this stuff, like the the lessons, the teaching, what went on. So I was like, okay, maybe he was really giving you truth. But then when you watch this new doc where it's like they're talking about the lessons and showing you with the behind the scenes, you're kind of like, did nobody think this was kind of weird? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure there and, was. Oh, what's crazy? Right? Yeah. I'm sure there were. They I'm let sure it go. Were. And there's like... Depends on the, those individuals, right? If this is going to help you get ahead in your acting career i don't know all right that, that was that was the promise that was the promise see this is the thing yeah. sometimes it's like and especially i mean you think about like actors if they're early on it's like it's you're 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 in desperate need. vulnerable totally exactly exactly and that's what i realized from from this thing seeing the way they got so many high list actors into nexium it also made me think about like scientology you know yeah i was like about to Tom say that Cruise too this there. is reminding me of time yeah. scientology yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but then it, and then it made me think of what Joe Rogan said is when he lived in LA, he's like, actors are the most insecure people you know. Mm-hmm. Cause they're all like, they're all like fighting for their job. They're always being rejected. It's like very like soul crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense that they would fall into these traps cause they're like, what can I do to get ahead? What can I do to advance my career? Like, even the, because like the chances there. of, because yeah, the chances of, um, like getting making it. making it is very slim, right? Yeah, so you're going to yeah, yeah. use whatever opportunities you can to kind of make it. So. Facts, yeah, yeah, true. That's what they sold in the new documentary. They're like, well, if you do this like intensive course, you're going to be surrounded by like a list people. That's going to be great for you know your networking. Exactly. So these are the things right. that they will let go of certain things, or they'll be blind to certain things. Um, whatever he's saying, true. just to get to that point, right? 
they don't actually believe in any of those things that he's saying. It's just more like, right. uh, I want to get to that point where I can meet those A-lists to get the networking so I can actually get into the movie business or whatever, right? So Right. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the main guy, like the second in command, not second in command, like the main devotee, uh, he was the director for What the Bleep. Remember What the Bleep? I think so, like yeah. The, it's like a famous documentary. And like he he was the director for that. And then he started filming the Nexium leader because the Nexium leader wanted to create a documentary as well. Mm-hmm. But like, so this guy, not only was he like filming everything, but he also ran his own center. And in the first documentary we saw where there was no lessons, there's no behind the scenes, you're like, you feel for him. You're like, okay, yeah, you just believed in the lessons and like the teachings that you want to spread good word. Right. But then in this new documentary, they break down like the marketing aspect of it. And he was getting, so it's like a, you know, pyramid scheme. Like mm-hmm. um, I sign up somebody under me. So I get some of their money right. and then like the people they sign up, I get some of their money. So all the money's trickling up to me. So that happened to him. So like he was getting so much money out of this thing. So it's like, did you really believe in the teachings or were you like, Oh, there's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the first documentary painted it out to be like altruistic, but then when you find out how much money people are making, you're like, is none of this clicking here? Like it's a pyramid scheme. He's talking about raping babies. Like, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wonder when the mind goes, wait, hold on. Before you like, cause the whole, the whole first documentary, they're like defending it. Oh, I was brainwashed. I was like, I didn't really know what was going on. But then you, when you hear about like all this other stuff, you're like, mm-hmm. was none of it clicking? Your bank account wasn't making you want to stay? You're ignoring the fact that he's talking about raving babies? Like what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kissing everyone. They were telling, um, they are telling, you know, everyone he's like a monk. It's like, but then you find out he's like sleeping with a bunch of people. And when you find out he's sleeping with a bunch of people, didn't that contradict the monkness? Like you, there's a limit of cognitive dissonance, right? You want to like, uh, you want to rationalize all of the negativity away, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? But like, when do you, where do you draw the line mm-hmm. in the mind? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think there. I you depend. I don't know. There who, whatever, whoever it is. I you we may like do like. I think it's like like actual like memory loss or memory lapse kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. They like deleted it from their mind. They're like, yeah. oh, it didn't happen mm-hmm. because they're only looking at the good thing. Mm-hmm. That could happen when you're in. Yeah, insert, true. yeah true. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, it could have been like to that degree as well. Yeah, there's, there's another thing that he. Uh... But it tells you it's very interesting how two different documentaries are showing whole different things. Totally. Yeah, facts, facts. Because the first so, one was like, yeah, but it's like a, about to be a monster. Right, right. That's why and like, everyone's a victim. That's why it's very difficult. Like, how, how much do I trust a documentary? <laughs> like, even facts, you, yeah, that's how true. you tell your story, it all depends on that, right? Like, there was, yeah, a, true, there was yeah. a huge thing against, remember, um, Michael Jackson's thing. Then there was an attack oh, on yeah, yeah. that opposite direction because none of these stories were true or these are made up yeah yeah yeah. so it's like yeah one of them had it like the neverland one was oh yeah let's say it was very believable but then there are a reaction to that or like no these are 
certain areas of the story is not true or right, not, not right, the correct right, right. way it was actually explained. But it was done, you know, it all depends on how the documentary was yeah. presented. That's true, eh? Like the storytelling aspect of it is mm -hmm. like so important because that's what makes it believable in our minds. And that's all we can really trust is like, I'm not going to look more into this. Yeah. I'm just going to watch because the it's documentary. Because it's not like, if you, if you think about it, right, we're only going to pull up things that are going to, keep us atta sensationalized our attention yeah to the story yeah. that we're watching right so if you if every like this was day one of his thing this was day two uh no one's doing no one's watching that right because it might be yeah really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 true yeah you're taking only the scandalous things to keep our attention that's yeah you're right you're right because that's why like you have like, to like that's why it goes when it goes to court that's where all hmm. the actual information is coming out See, in the first documentary, everyone seemed like they were victims of the leader. So, but they went to jail. So I was like, how could they go to jail? They were victims of him. Watching this documentary, I'm like, okay, no, you had to have known something was going on. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why you went to jail. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, our, our system is pretty good in that sense, right? Like, uh, yeah, totally. I'm just going to bring objective. up, yeah, I'm just going to bring up Trump. They were saying that okay. all these votes were fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They try to bring it to court or when it goes to the court level, a lot of it was dismissed because it's just stories. Nobody, nobody, there's not actually right, fact right, right. what you're saying. Right, right, but, right, right. But in the media, you yes. can say whatever you want. But when it yes, comes to court, yeah, you're, right. you're actually held liable. So if you're actually lying, you, get, you will go to jail. So that's, that's where they yeah, were not saying those things. <laughs> that's, that's so fascinating, actually. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Because, like, you really have to wait till it goes to the court to mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Because our framing, our framing could really sway us in specific directions, yeah. you know? Like, there's some people who won't listen to Michael Jackson music, so they're like, oh, do you see the Neverland doc? But then it's like, but do you see the counter to the Neverland doc? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember what I was going to say. You know the thing with the uh, Dalai Lama that's happening right now? Mm -hmm. The, like, the sucking of his tongue or whatever from yeah, the yeah, kid? Yeah. Okay, so... In the first documentary, oh, this is so fascinating that you said that, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's all about framing. In the first documentary, they're like, Keith has been doing such great work that even the Dalai Lama went to go visit him. Okay? Okay. So, like, the Dalai Lama actually visited Keith and, like, whatever, whatever, you know, gave him the seal of approval. Like, yeah, good job. So, in the second documentary they're watching right now, they said that they paid, they donated $2 million to the Dalai Lama. Oh. So, he flew out to thank them. Uh, see? <laughs> but you didn't get that in the first doc. You didn't say that in the first doc. You said that the Dalai Lama was so touched by his work that he visited him. Mm. So it made you think, like, is Keith doing? Is Keith saying some correct things? That's why I was curious about the lessons. Right, right. right. And then when I watched the, I was like, what? What are these teachings? But that's they their never framing, the right? Teachings. Yeah, but that's the framing yeah. to the outside public would be like, oh, he's coming here to thank us for our whatever talks. Maybe some people don't know that they gave them $2 million, but that's a different message. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, what he did was um, he, like, took a photo with the Dalai Lama, and then he told everyone that, you know, the Dalai Lama approves See? of our stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy, too? Like, his claims, this would never get away now, get away with now because of the internet. He's having these crazy claims like he's the smartest person on earth. And that's what people believed. He's like, he was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Turns out he was, but the way he got in was a loophole. He, he was like piggybacking other people's work. See, it's like if everyone puts in their 
like homework and then you put your name on it's like we all got the a but you didn't really do anything so it's kind of like that thing you know other people's work got them into the guinness book this this feels so weird this feels just like like um like the north korean thing it's like always bowls 300 like these are like ridiculous stuff come on (laughs) that's that's what i mean that's what i mean that's why i'm like watching it's like did nobody like raise any weird flags that's going on right now you know like they're like yeah he's he's in the guinness book of world records because he has the um the best iq he's a judo champion but then it turns out he was a judo champion at like 10 years old See, so it's this like this is like but again yeah, like yeah I mean, how you spin your story it's it's like going to an interview like how you talk in the interview facts yeah you're right this is what that is <laughs> He was doing he's doing a demo in front of everyone where he's like put your hands on mine and then mirror the um mm-hmm. like my actions, right? So he did it with the girl like if as if we had our hands together and then you're tracing my hand right, right, okay. with your hand. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And he was saying that when the mind gets in the way you can't do it. So he did it with he did it first to a student. They couldn't keep up. Like as he was moving their hands, they couldn't figure out. And he's like, it's cause your mind is in the way of you being able to do it. He's like, watch me. He's like, I'm letting my mind go. And then he did it and he could barely do it. He like, he missed and he ended up like hitting her in the face. Like he punched her. And then it like kind of distracted everyone. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry, did I hurt you? And then she's like, no, no, I'm fine. He's like, yeah, but see, if you let the mind go, you're able to do these wonderful things. And I'm like, wait, you just distracted everyone by punching her in the face. So we forget about the fact that you couldn't keep up. Yeah, but that's the trick of a magician, right? That's that's how you do it. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like you're bait and switching everyone. But did nobody look at the fact that he couldn't do it? They're all like, oh, you punched her in the face. He's like, sorry, sorry. I got too carried away there. Yeah, no. You you exercise. Yeah, but like that's what happens right you're going to get distracted that's why he did that to cause that distraction and you've forgotten right, yeah, yeah. what just happened you, now you're thinking only right, about the punch yeah. right yes 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 yes. so he understood how to trick the mind yeah. really well if that's yeah the case, so. yeah dude trippy but again it's like if this was now you just google this you're like oh dude you didn't you didn't win that you didn't actually do this I think that's, like, the great benefit of the internet because you can, like, fact-check things. There's so many, like, negatives, too, but, like, if you're falling into a cult right now, thinking that somebody's, like, a great guru and you didn't Google them, it's like, what are you doing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I We started listening to another... Uh, what's the time? Uh, one hour, 13 minutes. Okay, cool, cool. All right, uh... I gotta head downtown. Uh, last couple of things. We were listening to this podcast from those people. So those people um, who left and made the documentary, they started a podcast called like a little bit culty. Okay. So it talks about like different cults, and uh, you know Osho. How I like like Osho. Um, again, I didn't know he was like raping little kids. I was like, wait, what? Like, you just like read the message. You're like, oh, this is a good message. Um, but anyways, so what they they had. Osho's longest devotee as a guest on the podcast. And what he was saying is that he's the reincarnation of Buddha and that all of these people were with him in a past life and now they're doing it again to help wake up the rest of society. So it's like, 
wait a minute. Like, did we not think this is a little weird? You know? I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess if you come from a skeptical mind, this is all oh, yeah. weird stuff. Yep. Like, so, okay. Totally, totally, totally. It, it reminds me of like my first Black Belt Academy, right? And like they were it could have quickly turned into a cult because we were already doing the things that are very culty. You know, one thing was like, oh, he's got like five black belts, you know? And when you hear five black belts, you're like, oh, that's really fascinating, mm -hmm. you know? But what I realized after getting my first black belt is once you have one, it's way easier to get more. Because like if, if I went into a karate studio right now or taekwondo studio mm -hmm. and they saw my skill, they'd be like, you're basically a brown belt. Like, you're almost there, right. we'll teach you a couple more, and then we'll give you a black belt. So you probably get in, like, a year or something like that, two years, maybe. But it's the framing. Like, just like the documentary, yeah. it's like, five black belts, how many years of experience do you have? You know, like, well, what's going on? You know, and then, like, what one thing because that they say novice, is that Because to a novice, yeah. it's like, well, he started each time from white belt. Exactly. That's what I thought, too. You see? But then when I got my second one, I got a black belt right away. I was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, you, you put in the time already. I was like, oh. Oh, this, so this is easy? works? <laughs> yeah. I get the hustle now. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, let me just, yeah, let me just But like, sometimes it more. may not be, like, I wonder if it's like, it could be just, like, unintentional sometimes. You could say, like, yeah, I got five, I have five black belts. But they are making yeah. the story that he went through right, all that. Right, 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 right. They have created that thing. Yes, 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 yes. Sometimes, but that's why I like to tell people. Right, that's a, that's where that comes from. <laughs> right, like they are they're creating their own narrative. You're like putting in these like gems, and they're filling in the story of how. But, but that's what happened to us when we found out like oh five black belts. Like how do you get there? And we're thinking about our journey and how hard it is to get there. But like, did anybody like, like maybe if you actually directly asked him? No, nobody, no, because we don't ask the see, teacher. See, that's the thing. All right. All right. Can't ask him. Can't ask him how he got it. See, that's the, that's the problem. Yeah, totally. But that's why I'm so liberal with the, like, the truth that I give out. I'm like, no, it's really easy once you get one. Mm -hmm. It's much more easier. Plus, like, the only hard one is jujitsu because you have to prove that one, you know? Mm -hmm. But I've even heard, I guess it's like levels of interest because like even judo, I was debating between uh, going for grappling because I want a grappling black belt. I was like, do I go for judo or do I go for jujitsu, right? Jujitsu seems like the harder one. So I want to go for that one because it's like, it's the most realistic, right? It turns out you can get a judo black belt in one year. All you have to do is just practice one move over and over. And if you could success, this is in Japan, not here because it's more of a marketing thing. They want you to put in your years. But I was listening to a podcast with a guy and he went to Japan for one year on study and he got a black belt but it's because he perfected one move and then if you can do that move on somebody like higher than you it's like okay yeah you you win all these tournaments right okay and then you get your black belt you know mm -hmm. but you only know one move it's like but we think a black belt knows like a million moves mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean right 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 the hustle it's like it's always these like tricks mm -hmm. to make you appear greater than but, but even even like um like as simple as breaking bricks, you know, well, I, was, I was so into that because like, what is this thing? And like Jared being like, it's just physics, you know. And you're like, what? And then he like explains it to you. And then I got even better at breaking bricks because I added the physics component to it. Like, mm -hmm. like one of the 
I mean, there's a spiritual component because you're like, you're afraid sure. it's not going to work, so you pull back, right? But then as soon as Jared like explained physics to me, I became one of the best at breaking bricks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how are you doing this? I'm like, I just know that if I, I just need to follow through. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, 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 right. Like, I figured out the magic trick. But if you hold all these magic tricks in front of other people, they think you're a god. Yeah. You know, like, if, right? If you, if you saw, like, Chris Angel back then, he'd be a god. But I think, see, that's... Or there's a, a No, I agree. I agree. Back then, sure, yeah. But that's why I like yeah. magicians, because they're not t- lying to you. They're telling you it's a trick. They tell you it's a trick. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's why I like magicians, too. So, the... um. The thing about this is, back then, if you look in like yoga lore, they're called cities, S I D D I H, like that. And what it is is like, it's like a attainment, a spiritual attainment, right? So I can hold my breath for four minutes, and people are like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" But it's a city. It's like a spiritual attainment through practice, mm-hmm. right? Or a magic trick. Like it's the like they didn't have words for magic trick back then, right? Right. So they called them cities, and then people would go around like the world collecting cities, mm-hmm. which is what David Blaine did. You okay. know, like David Blaine when he um he stayed in the ice, yeah. You know, like for all that time, he like met with all these like masters and tried to figure out their tricks, and then he learned all these like techniques, these cities, mm-hmm. and he became like the world's greatest magician, right? You know, but they're all just like. But the masters he met, people were venerating them because they're like, oh my god, you're a god. But then he figured out their, their like, technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, man. That's humans. We always, very easy to venerate. Just put them on. Yeah, right? We do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, why, why do we, well, I know why we do that. Yeah. Because, like, uh, you know, like, seekers? You, know, you heard the term seeker? Um, okay, last thing, because I got I to bounce. Um, the, uh, the term seeker is someone who's, like, seeking an answer for something, right? And I was saying that everyone who comes to spirituality, like, I was having a debate with Tara, but I believe I'm correct in this one. Everyone who comes to spirituality uh, comes through trauma. They are looking to solve a problem and that's why they're seeking. True. Because why would you seek if there's no problem, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you had no issue, you'd be like, well, why do I need to look for an answer? Yeah, yeah. Like me, I'm afraid of like needles. I'm afraid of like, I'm afraid of a lot of things, but that's what makes me a really good seeker because I'm like seeking an answer, right? It sounds mystical, but it's just built out of trauma. Anyways, so like they don't realize that the thing that they're seeking is a cessation of mind. Because where does the problem come from? The mind. The mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Like my fear of needles is a mental trick. Like it's just your mind's like getting out of hand. I'm afraid of heights. Your mind's just getting out of hand. So like ultimately they're going from guru to guru looking for the answer only to realize that the guru doesn't hold the answer. You are the lock and the key to your own problem. But you could spend your whole lifetime under a guru, venerating them, hoping that your pain will go away one day, mm-hmm. when the one holding the key to the pain is you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you need to realize that you are your own guru. 
but that's where things get out of hand because then guru like manipulative gurus they know this and they're like okay yeah, that, I that, can it goes back on. to that documentary right oh which one the the vower no 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 the one uh, time no 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 like the guy that acted as a guru but it wasn't i forgot his name oh, oh kumari yeah kumari. <laughs> that's the one yeah there, that was the lesson that, that was an amazing doc yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 the, but some the people guru. yeah but some people left like no this like as a shot no this is not correct i know we need the guru i gotta watch that actually no because me and me and tara on a binge for like cult documentaries who were so fascinated by it but that was the one you showed me that kumari one mm -hmm. is the one that really broke my mind like realized like oh this is just like marketing <laughs> you know because he was just like copying certain tricks and then like they believe so much in him remember it he's like oh i'm fake and some people didn't want to believe that he was fake <laughs> like they they showed the different reactions yeah, yeah, yeah. to like but it's also like it, he like yeah there's other aspects of the documentary where it's like he knows what he's doing is a lie but it's also yeah. detrimental on himself too because this is like how, i can't take yeah like, how far can you do this right you're affecting someone's life it's a yeah totally totally, totally. it's a vice documentary right i uh, I don't know if it was a Vice documentary, but he used to work for Vice. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was like something with Vice. Maybe Vice there. was yeah, maybe. Like producer, part of it somehow. I don't remember now. It's, it's a long time ago. But I have that saved on my hard drive. I, I got to watch that again. Because, okay. yes, that was like one of the most like eye-opening ones. Because he was like, let me just uh, make up all these different techniques. Yeah. <laughs> and make them believe that they're going to work. And then just string them along. But that is what false gurus do. Yeah. But I think it was like, but, I don't know everything. Maybe we have a different view of it. Like, I wonder, like, what you'll see when you rewatch it. What we missed or what we... Oh, okay, fair, fair, fair. Focusing yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, too. Because I recognize it as a similar thing in the sense that he's coming from an Indian background. And why are all these white people falling into these things where I don't believe in these things? <laughs> so there's a, I felt there's a similarity in that sense to me and him. No, but but it's it's like um it's like when you grew up with it, it you know what it's like it's like food it's like i don't like uh, yeah, I'm, do you like onion food yeah okay like all right you're one generally okay you're one of one of the uh so i hate filipino food but it's because i grew up eating filipino food so you're like oh this is gross you know i want to try something new so like it almost seems like that if you grow up surrounded by these gurus then your parents are gonna be like oh it's just a it's another fake guru mm -hmm. but if you've never had filipino food before if you've never seen a guru you're gonna be like so awestruck and astounded you're like this flavor so great right yeah, yeah. the novelty of it the, the um one that is in the filipino community is witch doctors mm -hmm. so like you know like um one of my cousins was sick so then they brought him to a witch doctor and then they pulled out a stick from his body and then he felt better. I'm like, okay, that's a placebo. And I don't know what the magic trick was, how you pulled out the stick, but there's some magic trick there. It's like it didn't come out of his body. Right. But if you grow up with like knowing about witch doctors, you're, you're like not, it's not as novel to you. It's not as a surprise. But if I brought a witch, a bot brought up a witch doctor to like a new community, they'd be like, Oh, he must know something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just as the novelty. So I think maybe that's why you're saying like, oh, he was Indian, but they're not yeah, that's, Indian. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of the reasons why I was watched it. I remember that. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's because of the novelty. That's why they all stuck to it. 
Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're like, was like Indian guru now? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, there, there is that, um, that's the marketing thing, right? So like they, yeah. when you totally. say an Indian guru, they already have a view of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Actually, in the Osho podcast I was listening to, it was 1970 and people were flying to India to meet Osho because they've heard about this like guru. And they're like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, this is a guru. I'm like, well, you know what a guru looks like, bro. <laughs> You're right. It's like, yeah. okay, I got malas. What if everyone just wore malas? Like, would they all be gurus? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the then they don't see that. Like, why did he leave India? I think he was running from there, right? I think some, some issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't there like a legal issue? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the Indian government knew he was a cult leader. <laughs> so they tried to push him out. So he went to America. See? He's in wild, wild country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah trippy. Wait, hold on. Actually, all right, before we go, what do you think about this, though? My stance is don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So what I mean by that is I really think Osho's teachings are some of the best I've ever read, right? But then I heard about his, like, in, in this podcast, allegedly, like, these, these child rapings. Now I'm like, don't throw the baby out of the bathwater. You know, like, the lessons are good, even though they're coming from an evil guy. <laughs> or do you throw the baby out of the bathwater? You know what I'm saying? Like, like It comes down to the individual because it, that's um like should i be saying like should i like uh denounce osho publicly you know what i'm saying because i'm like oh yeah. a lot of his lessons are really good but he's a child rapist you can say that i mean why i don't you know think there's an issue with that someone could be a good researcher but their research or whatever they did in that aspect was good stuff or like something interesting to learn about but who they are as a person is is weird. Yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I was trying to figure that out. It's like, it's like, if you say, oh, show was a brilliant mind, but they're like, oh, he's a child rapist, then you're like, ooh, do I have to caveat everything now? No, it's like like Newton stuff, right? Newton, Newton, Newton science is, uh, some of those is still being used. As a science, it's, it's fine. We still name it as Newton, right? But Newton was yeah. crazy. Like, he tried to prove his religion stuff. Like, he was... Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, he oh. was religious, right? But that's not oh. what's really talked about. But we ignore that. Yeah. He's... You know what it is? It hasn't been long enough. <laughs> if we, if we, ju- we just delete, like, negativity from history, and we just look at the good stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, Genghis Khan, we're like, oh... He brought trade throughout the rest of the world. Yeah. But he killed millions of people. Sure, yeah. You know? It's like, oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like... We just look at the good. I'm like, yeah, we view Genghis Khan in a certain way, but also he did, he raped like, a lot of people. Like, that's... Yeah, that's totally. <laughs> like, isn't there, like, I, some, yeah, yeah, some yeah, percentage but, of population that has, like, I mean, a third of like, their uh, DNA he, goes back down to, yeah. to Genghis Khan? So it's like... <laughs> yeah. Something like 80% of the world or some crazy something, number something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like... You can trace your DNA to Genghis Khan, yeah. So, but like, we don't think about that. We yeah. just think about like the trade or the fact that he's a brilliant war tactic, tactician, you know? Sometimes there's things left behind that was good, right? So those things, yeah. what he left behind in, in understanding of trade and stuff, it, it ends up helping all of humanity. 
but like what he did oh, yeah right. of course is bad but there is an outcome there's a different outcome to you yeah, good yeah. and bad to it all that's this is the world so so maybe the knee-jerk reaction if it's too recent or like uh, it depends like, on the person the person has evil. a direct trauma to it right of course they're gonna say if it's for them yeah but, facts. of course yeah like even in the documentary they're like there are some teachings i agree but like it was it was weird yeah he's a weird guy that's all it is a weird guy yeah it almost feels like saying like hey he's a weird guy it doesn't feel strong enough i know you, know? you yeah, almost yeah, gotta yeah. be like no, no no i'm saying like we get it it's like hey, he's a weird guy but other people would be like he's a goddamn rapist and you're like hey he's an evil guy <laughs> yeah he's evil you know like you have to but it's such a yeah we have a different view of the word evil and stuff i just don't it's such yeah. there's such a All different right, connotation or to that right yeah. It's like it's like uh, there's some good in every quote unquote evil person, like Hitler. You know, uh, like if you watch, um, like yeah, 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 no, if you yeah, if you watch, like he was really good with his dogs. Like just talk about Hitler. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure somebody loved him. Like somebody had a different viewpoint of him. Yeah. But that's a Dallas perspective. It's like seeing the good and the bad, you know. Or even like uh, I forgot his name, but the documentary that was there on Netflix, or not documentary, the, the series of that. Dahmer, Dahmer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it though. I heard yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, it's crazy. He's a crazy guy, but like then, like when he meets his dad, like he's the loving. Uh, in that sense, it's it's such a, like it gives that perspective. It's very tricky. Oh, it's like how does his dad? Son. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, right. Like how can the dad still loves him because it's his son, but he does not right like what he had done. Right. You can have that aspect. Totally. I, I heard that that was some of the controversy about the documentary. They were humanizing them and people didn't like that because they just wanted to focus on the killing. But then when you saw like the, but the humanity, but the, aspect, like but the thing is that we're all human. There's no. Right. Yeah. And we also don't know like the chain of events that led to it. Like I'm sure if I was him, I probably would have led to the same, you know. Yeah. I, I, I situation. think, I think what they mean by humanizes where I think it's like understanding where he came from. And that people don't want that. People don't, people want, don't that. want that. People want just like, no, yeah. this guy's evil. We want to hate him. Burn in hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. We want yeah, that. Yeah, we totally. want that. Yeah. Like saying, like, oh, he had a bad childhood. We understand why his that trauma was there. What he was trying yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the humanizing aspect that I think people. I don't well, we don't like that. Yeah, we just want to see him burn on a stake. Yeah, yeah. That's why we used to do that. But. <laughs> Okay, wait, all right. What are, what are we it's at? I, just easy. Want to I think, I think you know what it is. I think it's, it's yeah. easy to, it's easy when it's simple as good and evil. It's just, yes. It's yeah, very yeah, easy yeah. to understand. Black that. and white. Once you've yeah. made it gray, it's, I don't know if I can hate this guy. I don't like, you're making me yeah. understand his feelings. Like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, in relation to that, okay, the last thing is I really got to go. Uh, <laughs> but, in, in relation to what you're saying, though, uh, let's talk about Jesus. So Jesus, people love Jesus, right? Like, oh, how could the Romans kill him? Um, sure. How can, you know, how can we just put him on a cross, whip him and stuff? That's so evil. You know that at the time the Romans were in charge and what Jesus was doing was considered treason, right? He was saying that we should rise up against the Romans. If you did that now... You'd go to jail for treason. Mm -hmm. 
you know, against like your country. If you're like, oh, the Canadian government, we should rise up against it. That's not good. So we like to think it's like the documentary. We're talking about the two different Nexium documentaries. It's like the magician and like the black belts, mm-hmm. like the framing, all the things we spoke about. It's like, how do you frame this story? Because to the people that believe in Jesus, he was like a loving, kind person. But to the Romans, he was a treasonous person trying to take over the rule. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he why could I said, have, he could have ended up on the... If you're on the Roman side, he's bad. If you're on Jesus' yeah. side, he's good. That's... Yeah. That's right? But that's, that's all life, you know? It's like, yeah, exactly. good and bad. We just choose not to see the the bad side when we want the good side to win and vice versa mm-hmm. yeah okay i really gotta jump to this mother's day thing okay till next week right. um yeah any last thoughts no uh just yeah I when are you going anyways the trip oh philippines yeah uh i leave 31st oh, this of month may yeah this month oh okay yeah Oh, why? You thought it was next month? No, no, no. I'm just curious. Because how soon, yeah, you, June how soon you're going to be like playing Zelda? Oh, yeah. No, no. I won't be playing for like... Maybe I'll start it. I don't know. <laughs> I could play it more on the plane. I don't know. Maybe I will play a little Zelda. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I leave the 31st, and then I'm back on the 15th. Okay. June 15th. So like two weeks of no podcasts, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Till next time. Take easy, Vish. Peace. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors: Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take easy, Vish. Peace. <laughs>